Hello and welcome to our podcast, On Your Marks. My name is Peter and I am the leader of St Mark's Church in Jersey, a growing, friendly Anglican church in the centre of St Helier. We want to take the Bible apart and see what's really in there, going beyond the face value to dig a little deeper into certain topics. We will bring you fresh content every week and hope you get a lot out of listening. So, if you're ready, let's go. Hi, Ray. Hi. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Welcome to everybody listening. Um, If this is your first time listening, you're especially welcome. So I'm sitting with my friend Ray, um, and we normally sit to discuss our Sunday service and our talk and we the aim of this podcast is to dig deeper into our Sunday topic um, however we're going to take a slight break from that and introduce a new uh, a podcast theme and I don't know what we're going to call it Ray so I'll probably when we finished I'll drive back to town and I'll think about what we're going to call it but in essence um, we're going to talk through and discuss some of the, the people who have influenced your life and your walk of yeah. faith so that's yeah. the that's the plan yeah they touched me oh Yes. Mm. And I guess, I mean, so just so everyone listening knows what we've done, we've sat um, just before pressing record and we've made a list which is not an exhaustive list and we will probably add to it of a load of people um, who have played a role in your life kind of chronologically from your early faith. Yeah, as far as my age and <laughs> yeah. memory can analyze it as best I can we can always add people in yeah, uh, you know yes. if they're slightly out of out of kilter but what I want this to be and what we kind of agreed is an encouragement to people listening of the different roles people can play in other people's walk of faith absolutely as, as I, I won't I don't want to um, spoil any surprises as I, as I look down the list there are some big names on here and there are also some very vague names yes some some who will be totally unknown to the vast majority of people who are listening. Um, some who will be familiar to them, I imagine. Yeah. Um, mind you, even those are fast fading away, so mm. sadly. Well, I'm, what I'm glad is as we made this list, obviously some of the names I recognise, and but it will still be interesting to hear how yeah. their impact in your life. And But the others, who I don't know, I'm, I'm really glad you didn't tell me because... I'm inter- I really am interested to see what, what roles these guys played yeah, um, yeah. in your life. So yeah. we're going to start, we're roughly going chronologically. So the first person on the list is Father Ronald Arthur. Yes, Ronald Arthur was the priest minister at St Edmund's Church in Northwood Hills, which was close by my childhood home um, and my childhood which started just before the Second World War um, which dates me rather conveniently Um, (laughs) and Ronald Arthur was a lovely old-fashioned high church minister who was such a delight and a real pastor Uh, and it's strikes me again and again how in those formative years they well pre-formative really I think from five years old onwards um, he is quite significant Mm. in I 
was involved in the life of a church. How old were you when you first got... Well, about five, I suppose. Wow. And what role, what did you do in church? Well, I was a boat boy for a while. A, a what? A boat boy. Well, I don't know what that is. Boat <laughs> well, the boat boy is, is the chap who holds the incense oh, wow. in a little boat ah. and has to pre- present it to the Thurifer, who is the chap who swings it. Wow. And um, to top up the incense in the burner. At five years old. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, I feel like we've lost some of this, getting, getting people involved in, in ways like this early on. And uh, it might seem incredibly strange and rather erudite to most people today, but um, nonetheless, you're involved in the act of worship. Yeah. And that, as, you, as I say, at a very early age, um, and also I can, another thing that sticks in my mind there was the two things. One was being involved as a child of that sort of age in a play that we did um, to illustrate missionary work. Um, and it stayed with me for a long time, that did. Wow. Um, but also the uniformed organisation Cubs and Scouts I was yeah. involved in. And that would lead me on to the leader, um, what, what was she, Bargira, I think she was called, and she was Ivy Porter. And Ivy Porter, I happen to know because I've got a cousin who lives in the area who has still got a link with that church, has still, until Ivy died fairly recently, had contact and knows that that lady prayed for me into my 70s. Wow. And close to my 80s, and was a faithful prayer. So, so, but you said, so she was a leader within the Cub Scout movement, Correct. right? And so Bagheera, which is a character from the Jungle Book. Yes, it's all part yeah, of Yeah, and so she, that's her name. And so she was... Uh, that, that that did the Cub Scout group meet at the church? Uh, that we, yeah, it was Father, a church-based one. So um, Father Ronald Arthur was the minister. Yeah, the vicar, and, and Ivy was Ivy. the leader of the Cubs and eventually the Scouts as well. Um, wow. But uh, it was... It was incredibly formative. So when did you find out that she had been faithfully praying Fairly for you? recently. Gosh, how did you feel when you were told Wonderful, that? wonderful to know that somebody has been praying for me Yeah. Um, for 70 stroke 80 years. Wow. Well, uh, yeah, I, it's hard to know what to say really, yeah. isn't it? And, and there are others from that vintage yeah. who I know who's still communicate with me and still pray Gosh. for me and it, it's really incredibly humbling and at a basic level what can you do for somebody pray for them yeah you know and it's not it's not a trite reply no it's a reply that potentially is going to last a lifetime yeah yeah and it's a promise and commitment that is so so fundamental and important yeah and um, so we've named two people there. Yeah. So Father Ronald Arthur, what was his impact? He brought you into the life of the church. Were he your family a, in the church as well? He was a lovely leader of a local church. Um, as I say, clearly from my 
description, a, a high church yeah. person, um, and yet a man of gentleness and care and love. And he, he led from um, position of service, really. Right. Ta taught me a lot about um, what ministry is about. And Did you go to church as a family? No, no. My parents weren't... There's a background with them, but it didn't come to fruition until I was at Oak Hill Theological wow. College. So how did you, as a five-year-old, start going and being a boat Oh, I was boy? sent to Sunday school. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that, that was... Okay. That was the procedure in those days. Yes. So, uh, and this was just down the road kind of thing. It was. I, I used to walk myself from five years old. Well, oh my goodness. <laughs> around on the, on the path alongside the main road. Mind you, a main road then yeah. was rather different. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, it was, it was good. Yeah. Was okay. Good. That that makes sense. Yeah. Um, gosh. Thereafter, I suppose there was a bit of drift, but I was taken by a next door neighbour, Mr. Brown, to hear Billy Graham in 1954. I think it was 54, was it me? So how old were you? I'm going to jog your memory. I would have been about 15. Right. And um, something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. And it was at Wembley Stadium. Um, and I was, I went forward. I was counselled. I was cared for, prayed for, and began to get his get get myself sorted, as it were. And um, which took me eventually to a church, a new church, um, not not recent, new in terms of a new experience for me, yeah. uh, an evangelical Anglican church, typical suburban Anglican church called Emmanuel Northwood. But I was taken by um, a near neighbour called Gay, Gay Brown, who eventually married John Perry, who became, at one stage, was Bishop of Southampton. Mm. Um, and um, John Perry assisted at our wedding, along with others. We, we had a whole gaggle of clergy and, <laughs> um, involved. But Gay took me to Emmanuel, to the youth group called the Emmanuel Young People's Guild, it was called. And there was the major influence in terms of bringing me through to mature Christian faith, I would say. Is this, this is Mr Brown? Is this the same Mr Brown that took you to Billy Graham? Yes. Yes. And your parents are obviously just happy, he wants to take you to Billy Graham, yep, yeah, no fine. big deal, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what Billy Graham spoke of? Do you remember... Do you remember what what stands out to you about that? Is it just no? It was the whole event, the experience. Um, I can remember some of you know, singing "Blessed Assurance" for the first time. Oh wow! Yeah, and um, you know that's down as one of my funeral hymns. Um, <laughs> but uh, beyond that, no. I can I can visualise it, and I can visualise where in the crowd I 
stood and spoke to this gentleman who was my point of contact, as it were, mm. the, the counsellor. Did, did um, does does that event with Billy Graham mark a, a you know the significance? Is it the start of when you started to take on faith yourself? No, I would say it it brought together a, a, a variety of influences um, and clarified um, and put me on the road to mature faith. Right. And the being prayed for, yeah. significant? It's always significant. Yeah. Um, and there are people who have prayed for me throughout my whole life, Christian life, um, and that's immensely precious to me yes absolutely and yeah yeah and so the the Billy Graham experience that that put me on a lifetime of being supportive of Billy um, and I'll jump forward a little bit because it it came to its height when we lived in Suffolk where um, I was involved in Mission England which was a Billy Graham event um, who came to Ipswich Football Stadium and one night I was on, on invited on the platform with Billy Wow! Um, and that night all three of my children were present and came forward and, wow. my, and my wife was behind me in the choir and how I kept a dry eye, I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Um, it was one of the most moving experiences in my life. Um, how old were your children? The children must have been... They, they're teens? Yeah, they're in their teens. They're, Debbie would be... Yeah, something like 11... 13 and 15, something like that. Yeah. Um, so Mission England was a Billy Graham sort of organised, lots of speaking in different venues. Yes, and, okay. And frequently they used football stadiums. They used Norwich and they used it. <laughs> Nor Norwich happened first and then it switched later. So how did you get to... So you, you, how did you get to come up, be up on the stage? Was it oh, because, off the cuff? Simply or? because I was in the organising... Group, got you. Okay, really. Um, I was in. I had some prominent roles. Just, just happened in in the diocese, um, and in in other ways. So that mm. I was fairly well known at the time. Mm. Not now. <laughs> um, so, put me in that sort of position. Sure. Um, How long before you came to Jersey was this then? Oh, this is a few years, yes. Um, we came to Jersey in... Mine's going blank, never mind. <laughs> was it in the uh, 60s? Oh, no. Uh, went, to, went to Suffolk in 74. Um, 74 to 85. 85 we came to Jersey. Oh, okay. oh 85, right, yeah. Yep. Easter week, no, Holy Week. I was born in 85, a good year. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. 
So we, we've, spoke, we've jumped a bit. Um, we've jumped a bit. We've spoken about four people, although I only wrote down three of them. So we've got Father Ronald Arthur yeah. and Ivy Porter, who kind of come together. And I love the name Ivy. My daughter's called Ivy. It's yes, such a great name. Um, we then have, we didn't write this one down, but John, the neighbour. Yes. No, not John, sorry. Mr. Brown. Yes, Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown, the neighbour. Um, who was a fascinating character. A lovely man, but a, a difficult person. He was a Japanese prisoner of war. Wow, okay. And had suffered enormously. Yeah. Um, but he was keen to hear Billy Graham, and he looked over the fence at me and invited me. Wow. But then he went on to take you down to the youth group. No, no, no. That was that was gay. Another... Another brown. Another brown. Ah, okay. Too, too many brown people. Got around. you, got you, got you. Okay. So, so, but he is clearly significant. How far away was the the youth group from where you lived? Oh, that was that was a bus ride. Right. Um, in fact, when John Perry and Gay Brown started to be an item, as they say in these days, um, he would sometimes ask me to see her home, and we. <laughs> We would catch the bus and um, travel a f- few miles. It wasn't really far, but it seemed like a, a massive distance in, <laughs> yeah. in, in that age. Um, yeah. Wow, but the, you know, for her to feel that she wanted to take you along to a youth group and to commit to you yeah. to facilitate that, yeah. what a wonderful thing to have. Yeah. To have done, yeah, and um, very influential for you. Yes, and that's another one who's gone to be with the Lord, and yeah. um, as have several of those who have been so important to me. Yeah, and keeping it warm for me. Absolutely. Ah, uh, I think probably we've we've spoken about five people there. That's that's that's, that's probably that's good, good for today, isn't it? So the people. I'm going to read that list one more time. So we've got Father Ronald Arthur, the pastor of the local church. Yeah. Five years old. You were sent to Sunday school and you were the boat boy getting involved in worship. Fantastic. Ivy Porter, Bagheera, the Cub Scout leader who has prayed for you up until your 70s. Yeah. Which is just unbelievable. It's really extraordinary. The neighbour, Mr. Brown, who decided you want to see Billy Graham and dragged you along as well. Well, not dragged, I'm sure he went very willingly. And um, a great event. At which stadium was that? That was Wembley. Wem- oh, that was at Wembley, yes. Um, Sacred turf. Uh, so then Billy Graham, um, that event. And following Billy Graham was the youth group with, with the lovely Gay Brown. Hmm. Amazing. And so what, what age are we now? We're sort of 18... Yeah, I suppose. No, 16 when I re- first went to Emmanuel Northwood mm. um, and got to know people like we'll touch on more, Martin Parsons and mm. David Bubbers. And, um, they're next on the list. They're, <laughs> they're next because they, they were the core of um, Emmanuel. Mm. Um, and then, you know, the net spreads wider and... Chorley Wood is only a little way up the up the road, and Chorley Wood people will have heard of. Um, uh, and, and this makes life complicated. But John Perry, who I've spoken of, 
became the minister at Chorley Wood. Mm. And uh, it's more of that to come. More of that to come. And it also brings me into touch with some of the people whose lives impacted on me. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely fascinating to hear it. So next time we record, we'll be on to Martin Parsons, David Bubbers, and probably Edgar Trout. Oh, yes, Edgar, my... I was going to say saint. He was a saint, true saint. Not a, not not appreciated by everybody, but by you. But a great man, great, great man. man. Um, I'm just kind of thinking: is there a is there a message through this apart that we want to leave listeners? Well, I with? think the most important thing is that people's faithfulness in prayer makes a material difference in your life. There are two ladies in Emmanuel Church Northwood who continue to pray for me. And I find that A, humbling, Mm. as somebody who's had to give up ministry, and B, enormously affirming. Yeah. And... um, you know, so very, very important. Mm. And that's over, um, well, you know, we're talking 60 years. Mm. 60 years, somebody's, people have been praying. Yeah. Now, if you don't think you're of any value in the kingdom of God, think again. Think again. <laughs> because you are mm. if you're praying. Mm. You are if you're praying. Fantastic note to finish on, Ray. All right. Thanks for your time today. See you next week. We do hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends on social media. And please do get in touch with any suggestions or comments you may have. Thanks for listening and see you next time.